Even before figuring out my identity, I didn't like Mrs. In this episode, Crystal, they, them, theirs, a desk operations specialist, shares their perspective of using pronouns in the workplace. Adam, he, him, his, a nurse, is an ally to his colleagues in normalizing the use of pronouns. My pronouns are they, them, their. I'm a pansexual, genderqueer. I prefer the term genderqueer, but it's also gender non-binary individual, um, married to a wonderful wife. I came out as genderqueer the beginning of 2018, but only to my wife and a couple of friends. It was very scary. I still didn't want to come out really ever at work. I, mean, I had been doing great. I didn't want to ruin that sense of belonging that I was getting. We had a training class. Anyone who worked with endocrinology would be taking a transgender intersex uh, cultural awareness course because they were going to start incorporating that clinic from Rochester that they have over here to Arizona. When we were in that class, my coworkers were so open to learning. Every time there was something that someone didn't understand, they'd ask questions and they constantly made sure to say, I don't mean any disrespect. If this is disrespectful, please let me know. Can you clarify this? And it was inspiring. And so Little by little, I started to come out more at work. I started to correct people every so often. Oh, actually, I, my pronouns are they, them. I was tired of constantly having to come out every time someone says, hey, what's up, girl? I really don't like that. Um, it's Crystal or they, them. I represent the B in the LGBTQ spectrum. My pronouns are he, him, and his. And I've had, I guess, the luxury of being masculine and it's never been a question from other people really if my pronouns are anything different. I am a married man. I had the luxury of marrying my partner of several years. I think a lot of people in, in the general public just kind of assume that if you're a member of the gay community then you're in tune with everything from gay to transgender to intersex etc. And that's not the case at all. I was going to college for nursing, and one of the faculty members was introducing this transgender toolkit to the college, which was basically trying to implement single stall bathrooms as gender neutral. And of course, there was, not of course, it was unfortunate that there was some backlash to simply just trying to get bathrooms passed. The use of pronouns was just one of those, the very simple things that people could do that showed a lot of respect and showed that you had at least made a conscious effort to think about your pronouns and how you treat other people instead of just taking it for granted. One would go as far to say as it's suicide prevention because it can be for some folks. It's a sad yeah. reality of our lives. I'm hoping that through the wearing of these pins that people are able to see them as like a beacon of understanding and I'm trying to connect with you on a level so that uh, you feel more comfortable. We can build some rapport and spark conversation. And that's exactly what we should be doing. And even with these pins, uh, when the announcement came out, I remember at least one person saying, you know, I, I don't really see what the big deal is. I feel like it's not that people don't care. It's just that they don't understand it because they've never had to experience that. I've had people purposely be like, 
No, it belongs to her. Respect can go so far, especially in a world where respect isn't really a common anymore, mm -hmm. unfortunately, especially for anyone who's different, anyone who's other than. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who aren't finding that commonality, a lot of disdain towards the unknown. I am very hopeful, though, that going forth, we're going to have more people wanting to learn, wanting to understand. I've been very blessed, I guess, throughout my life, like coming out as a, a queer child to my parents. My family has been accepting. I think part of that is it takes effort on behalf of the other person to try to see it from the other person's perspective. And it's just easier not doing that. Put forth the effort to understand them from their perspective. And sometimes that takes an olive branch. Sometimes it takes reaching across the aisle. But again, I think there's the effort that's needed. Not everybody has the ability or the desire to provide that effort. Prior to starting at Mayo Clinic, I didn't know the terminologies. I was like going through a patch of self-discovery of my gender identity. During that time, I met a lot of different people. We'd have conversations discussing this feeling of, like, I'm not transgender, but I'm not a woman or I'm not a man. And then a few years ago, I started to um, learn more about uh, different gender identities within the trans umbrella. And a good friend of mine had a conversation with me. We were talking about people in history, like how we've always actually existed and no one's had a term for this. There is another option. I prefer the term genderqueer, but that's just me. But coming out wasn't exactly fun. People didn't like people like me. <laughs> I had some instances. I, I was assaulted in 2012 uh, by a couple of individuals, and it didn't go very well. I ended up being pretty much okay. It's a few bruises, but not mentally. I wish more people would try to understand where people are coming from. When someone's going through a transition and they come out as say the opposite gender, it is a change to who they used to be. Now they are who they were always meant to be. I think it should really be a, more of a celebration oh, that yeah. the person is becoming, it's like the butterfly. They've come out of their cocoon and they're not afraid to show off who they actually are supposed to be. It's one of the most beautiful things to witness. I changed my signature and I still remember the first email reply after I did that, where I was addressed as they, there's no words to describe how great that felt. And I felt seen, I felt respected. And in a world that was so scary at the time, it was wonderful. So then a little bit later, we had the, the whole, the announcement about the buttons and everything. I had just had that email happen. So when I made that response, you have no idea what this means to me. Having my coworkers start to, like seeing other people reply and they have their pronouns and they're not even non-binary. They identify with something on that binary spectrum of she, her, he, him. It's so less scary now here because I know my coworkers got my back. Now we have more celebrities that are, are coming out. People now have role models they now have a representation and people don't realize how much that representation matters when you've never had it. For me, when I was coming out, it was in <laughs> high school and I finally got up the nerve to do it. 
And I remember this, just this, the sense of, it felt like tons of bricks were lifted off of my shoulders. And what I failed to realize, I suppose, is the next day at class, there were gonna be a whole bunch of questions and people were gonna to wanna to know more about it. And I ended up actually caving and giving in and going back into the closet because I couldn't take it all at that time. And it took me an additional 15, 17 years before I actually put my foot down and had the gumption to finally get around to actually coming out. That's scary. So for real, I was, uh, I was a late bloomer. It's scary and it's a lot of pressure. And that's a sad truth for a lot of people within the queer spectrum, as I like to call it. We miss out on a lot of certain opportunities growing up that other people get to experience because we have to hide who we are. And while, yeah, we're the same person, we're not genuine to ourselves. We're not genuine to the other person. Refer to me as a person. I'm not the parts between my legs. I'm, and I'm sorry if that's a little on the forward thing, but that's been the part that's always bothered me. When it comes down to it, people are over obsessing about things they should not be. I'm Crystal. I'm still me. Do you have any advice for others who may be nervous or scared to share their whole self with their colleagues at work? Make sure that you do feel safe with the people that are around you just for your own anxiety, because anxiety is horrible. And I highly believe in self-care. Know that your colleagues have your back and you're not alone. You'll have at least my support. And we have the merge group. Definitely reach out to the merge groups. They are phenomenal. There's an outlist. I believe it shows your department name and other people maybe in your own department who are part of the spectrum uh, yeah. as well. I added my name to the list. I think Mayo Clinic has been very supportive. Yeah. Uh, but I would say, though, that it does get better. When I was first coming out to coworkers or colleagues, I think as long as I was straightforward with them, I had a much better reaction. I find the same thing with, with my, my coworkers. As long as I'm just honest, they're, they're fine. They're all awesome people. But I love it here. I'm not trying to be all like, yeah, go Mayo. But I absolutely do. The patients I get to interact with are all phenomenal and you get to kind of inspire them every day too. And like, I, I don't know about with your area, I do have a few patients that come through every so often they have their, their follow-ups and they are non-binary. They're ecstatic about this to see how happy that made them was great. I love that. Never have I worked for a company that's as, as open as Mayo, as accepting as Mayo. I do think that it can be hard to find support when in a sea of people that you don't know. Hopefully that these pins will be an, an identifier for those who may need some support. At Mayo Clinic, I think we are one team ultimately. We come from different departments. We come from different colored uniforms. We have different titles. But in the end, we are all here to enhance the outcome of our patients. And we have a role in promoting and inspiring others to be better versions of ourselves and themselves means the world that Mayo is taking the step to include the, the use of pronouns. This is a great organization to lead change. It's one of many steps that Mayo Clinic could take to enhance the inclusiveness. It's certainly a step in the right direction. It's okay to make an error. Apologize and move on. Please don't make it a bigger deal than it needs to be. If you use an incorrect pronoun or something, just correct yourself. Like, oh, I'm sorry. And say the correct thing. Move forward. Be open to learning because no one knows it all. Just remember one person's experience is not the same as another's. My experiences and my preferences as a genderqueer individual are not the same as somebody else's who also is. 
we are not required to educate you, but some of us are willing to. And then also, as you mentioned, normalize stating your pronouns when you meet people. Like, hi, I'm Crystal, they them. Even if you go by something on the binary, again, doing things like that, normalizing that makes us feel safe. And also it stops the stigma around, oh, this is so new and strange. It's not that new. If you look into it, we've always been here. Just be respectful and you'll be doing great. And if you do notice someone else continuously being disrespectful, please say something. Don't just watch someone get uh, misgendered or not their correct name, not their correct pronouns. Stand up for them. We need people to do that. But I also just wanted to say thank you. It says something about the organization who's not only willing to put out pins with pronouns on them, but have a discussion about it. Yeah. A very necessary conversation too. I, I greatly appreciate that. You know, and you're a little jaded from previous places. It's nice to know that it's just a past experience. It's a bad relationship that I had with an employer before. It's okay now. We can move forward. A culture of inclusivity starts with you. Whether you're part of a certain community or not, your words, actions, and behaviors are part of the experiences that shape our culture. Think about ways you can support those around you and put them into action.